This is the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network for Monday, October the 3rd. I'm Dustin Huffman. We're on the phone right now with Greg McBride of Allendale. And Greg, what are we looking at starting this week in the markets? A uh, nice little bounce. We saw the uh, uh, after the USDA report uh, and going into the close on Friday, we saw a lot of selling into the close. Even though uh, corn and wheat finished higher, beans were uh, were down substantially uh, after the the USDA report. Uh, and really, honestly, it, it kind of looked like uh, it was a lot of end of quarter uh, movement uh, at the very uh, end of the session on Friday. So coming into today, we're we're watching uh, crude oil uh, take off uh, like crazy with the OPEC talking about a 1 million barrel uh, per day uh, cut to production. That's uh, giving us a little bit of, uh, of steam here. Uh, we are off the highs uh, right now, but this does look very good uh, with the corn, beans, and wheat all, all finding a little bit of support uh, after Friday's sell-off at the close. Now, of course, we've got some uh, export reports coming out here later on. Uh, what are we expecting to see out of those? Well, I'd like to see some uh, uh, some better exports uh, as we move forward. We've been very slow here recently. Uh, this is the time of the year where they do start to pick up, especially in the on the bean side of things. So, um, at this point, uh, if we kind of just stay status quo with uh, with bean sales at this point, we're going to be where the USDA wants us at the end of the year on corn. It would be a, a big, uh, big miss of maybe uh, 200 to 300 million bushels, but uh, I don't think that'll happen. It's, it's very early in the, in the growing season or in the uh, marketing year. So uh, we do still have a long time to make those sales. We do tend to see a lot of uh, sales for corn pickup uh, after the first of the year going into, uh, uh, into, January, February, and March. So there shouldn't be any big, uh, big issues there. We did make a sale uh, here this morning, uh, flash sale uh, reported by the USDA, 110,000 uh, tons of soybeans to unknown. Uh, that is for this current marketing year. So that's a good start to the uh, to the week and the uh, the quarter here as well. But now we've also got uh, problems down the lower Mississippi River, kind of hindering things as far as barge traffic and getting some exports out. I mean, how big of a problem is that going to be if if we don't see some of those rains pick up soon? It will be a continued problem. Obviously, we'll have to find other ways to uh, to move uh, grain, and that is uh, obviously the quickest and, and most efficient way that we have. Um, so that will be something to, to continue to be monitored. Uh, we obviously know that uh, we can move uh, via rail or we can move via truck, but uh, it doesn't uh, doesn't take place at that uh, that uh, river traffic. So we will continue to monitor that. Uh, if if you start to see the weekly uh, sales uh, trail off again after uh, a good week last week, we need to uh, we need to be a little bit concerned. This isn't like last year where right around uh, uh, October November uh, sales for corn and beans really started to take off, and that's what. Uh, caused the uh, the run all the way until basically uh, uh, April this uh, this past uh, spring. Now switching over to the livestock side of things, you know, obviously the economy taking its toll a little bit on, on what people are purchasing at the meat counters and stuff. What are we seeing for this week heading into the trade? Well, looking uh, like a little bit of a, uh, a flat start uh, on the hogs, they've, they've seen a nice recovery uh, off of uh, off of the last uh, few weeks here of, of the sales. So uh, Friday was a good day, uh, a good day higher. We'd like to see a little more of a recovery uh, than that, but uh, it's, it, you got to start somewhere. On the uh, cattle side of things, uh, 
boy, it looked like we were ready to fall out of bed. Then we had an outside day up on Thursday. Looks very good from a technical standpoint to maybe see a little follow through. Higher high, higher low, even though you finished uh, lower on uh, on Friday. So we do need to see maybe we found a little bit of support uh, on the uh, on the fat cattle. Uh, feeder cattle still have a, a head and shoulders uh, top that they're working against. They did have an outside day lower, so a big hit uh, uh, there. We've seen cash prices just go flat for the last uh, few weeks, so we need to be uh, need to be a little bit careful uh, if we do see bounces. So you probably get an opportunity to maybe uh, maybe get some more sales on. But uh, uh, what we're watching as far as the uh, the actual technicals uh, does look a little bit ugly on the uh, on the cattle side. All right, Greg. Well, if folks want to talk market strategies with uh, Allendale, how do they get in touch with you? They give us a call at 800-2-MARKET. That's 800-262-7538. All right, Greg. Well, thanks so much for the insight. We'll talk to you again next week. All right. Thanks, Dustin. That again was Greg McBride of Allendale. Let's go ahead and take a look at the market numbers. December corn trading even at 677 and a half. We see March corn up a half at 684 and a half. November beans up three quarters at 1365 and a half. Soy meal down $1.90 at 401.10 per ton. Soy oil 78 cents, make that 80 cents higher at 62.36. December wheat for Chicago, two and three quarters higher at 924 and a quarter. Minneapolis up four at 986. Kansas wheat up four and three quarters at 996 and a quarter. Oats for March up six and a quarter at $4 even. December live cattle, $1.07 higher at $148.10. We see feeder cattle, $1.30 higher at $175.47. Lean hog, $0.65 cents lower at $88.57. Pork cutouts unchanged, $98.30. Class 3 milk down a nickel at $21.70. Thanks again to Greg McBride of Allendale for joining us here on the Opening Market Podcast. I'm Dustin Huffman on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network, where Iowa Ag matters. <laughs> <laughs>